0: All right, welcome back. This is the Malapert Smart Podcast. We're going to talk pro wrestling here. We got a classic review of AEW Dynamite. Not a classic review in terms of it's an old Dynamite show. This show is from this past Wednesday night, the November 29th episode. Classic in terms of we haven't done an AEW Dynamite episode review on this show in a little while. And it used to be our main thing here when we started the show. We would break down AEW Dynamite in detail and, you know, criticize or whatever we had to talk about the show. But we haven't done it in a while. Sometimes there's just a lot of topics or it doesn't really line up that way. This week wasn't really a busy, busy, busy week in wrestling other than CM Punk going to WWE. But we have some time today, so let's talk about Dynamite. Oh, By the way, sorry, forgot to mention for our review today, we got two guests on. I got Vlad, the wrestling expert. Hello, Vlad.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone. Good to be back again.
0: Thank you, thank you. Thank you for being here. And also, Robert made his triumphant return to the Malapert Smart Podcast also today. Thank you so much for being with us. That's the part where you say, hello, Robert. Jesus, man. Anybody teach you any manners? What's up? up? God. I mean, I did wave. This is an audio podcast. I know we're on YouTube and people are like. That's
2: right. Some people don't. Don't actually watch, they listen. Okay.
0: I get it. Yeah. You know, people in third world countries don't have a lot of data. So they can't really be spending a lot of money on YouTube. They might have like one gigabyte for the whole month. So they got to listen on the podcast platforms like, you know, Spotify, audio only. It's less memory. You know, if you're rich enough where you could, you know, have video and you want to see our mugs, okay. But it's really not necessary because it's just our ugly faces. But okay. Let's get to Dynamite. Oh, I'm the ugly one here. I'm sorry. Two handsome guys over there Robert and wow. Vlad, the wrestling <laughs> expert. But let's talk about Dynamite oh from this past Wednesday, <laughs> November 29th. Uh, let's bring up the Malapert Smart TV. Let's see what was the first match. I think it was John Moxley. Okay. And he's facing off with Jay Lethal. This is the Continental Classic Tournament. Robert, wow. you got any? Yeah. Thoughts on this Continental Classic tournament so far? It's like a soccer league type of tournament. There's two groups. Three points for a win, one point for a draw. I think I heard something about I mean, negative one points for a disqualification, but I haven't seen that yet. I didn't really pay
2: too much to attention as to like how the point system works. I just like basically following along with what the commentators are showing. My general thoughts on it is like, I don't hate it. I mean, I guess it's cool they're doing something different. I'm not overly excited about it either. Uh, I like
0: it. I'll tell
2: you. I like it a lot. For this particular match, um, them? I always figured, at least in my opinion, John Moxley is one of the favorites to win this tournament.
0: So there was no suspense for me in this match. Like, I, I knew he was going to win this. Well, yeah, of course. That is true for some of the matches in this tournament. Some of the matches are a little more uncertain about who's going to win. They're kind of close. But the reason I said I was liking them, Vlad, and I know you were a little confused by this. The reason I'm liking this tournament is because I can forward through absolutely every single one of these matches and not have to watch any of them. It's a, it's a, a complete warrant for me to just skip like 12 minutes like I'm about to right now. So I'm gonna skip to the ending, and <laughs> all right. John Mo- John Moxley wins by submission. I don't care. Okay, whatever. Yeah. It's not even for a title shot. It's just like the winner of the tournament's the Continental Classic winner, I guess. Tony he also Khan's... wins
1: the Ring of Honor Championship, and uh... oh,
0: you know what? That's true. Yeah, yeah. the, 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 the That's North the American titles. Triple Crown, as they call it, all of and Eddie some, Kingston's title. Different... Kingston
2: is put put it on the line, basically. It's like... Like, whoever wins the tournament gets these titles.
0: That's true. I forgot about that. Okay, that's true. I will give it up for that. That is something. But you know what? When it comes to just having just matches, cold matches that don't really have feuds or anything, it's hard to get me excited to just watch a wrestling match. Unless I'm there. Like, if I'm there at the stadium, then I'll watch two people work a wrestling match. But on TV, it doesn't really get me as excited. But let me move on to let's see what was next. We got Eddie Kingston. I guess he lost his match, his first one, to Brody King and Collision, which I didn't even show. So he's here kind of talking about it because his two titles are on the line and his next match is against Danielson. So at least he's a little more serious here with his big belly over there. But he's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's talking about how he'll be ready for Danielson in the next match, whenever that is. I, I don't know when it is, but. Let's see what else. Okay, so here's a little backstage segment with Sting and Ric Flair. I'm not really going to play this one either. They announced where the match is going to be Sting's last match. Somewhere in North Carolina, right? Somewhere in the South where they had fans back in the day. WCW territory, sure. Yeah, Ric Flair actually got some mic time here to talk. And, you know, I think this is a, a bit of a controversy that some people were talking about how. They didn't like that Ric Flair is back, and it was a little hypocritical that Tony Khan was talking about Vince McMahon's sexual harassment problems and then hires Ric Flair. And yet here he is. I didn't think it was that great a promo here. I thought he was just you're normal. man. You did it, stay <laughs> Oh, this part was kind of funny, you're what he said. Back in the locker room that day, 25 wrestlers going, Jesus. you was a man. You did it, Stayer. didn't rehearse it didn't talk about it you went out and did it the way a man does well maybe rick flair should start rehearsing a little bit because these promos are not really like classic rick flair to be honest but okay so they have rick flair here he's wearing a flashy jacket I can't really say this is too amazing. His TNA stuff was a little crazier. I don't really want to spend a lot of time showing Ric Flair talk here because it wasn't really that, that great. All right. So, well, not not a
2: comment to this particular promo, but I did hear a report that he cut a promo for Rampage because you, you mentioned that there was controversy about this promo. But um, from what I heard, the, the promo that he cut for uh, Rampage is um, a lot worse because he's... He made a comment about like, he says something along the lines of any woman that's between the ages of 18 and 38, please, you can, can uh, see me at my hotel room or something like that. <laughs> that's what I, Yeah. And then, so, um, I, I think AEW was considering editing that promo out or either that part or the entire promo altogether. I'm not sure. I haven't watched Rampage, so I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to watch Rampage, but that's what I've heard about. So you mentioned that this was controversial. So it reminded me of that report that I read.
0: Well, not this promo in particular, just the fact that he's signed and he's in the company, I think, in okay. general. was a little bit of a controversy for certain AEW fans who are very PC, if you know what I mean. Those type of right. people, those those kinds of people, if you know who they are, For those type of people who know who they are, they know who they are. But anyways, I didn't watch Rampage today either, as we're recording this today on December 1st. I didn't get a chance to watch it today. But if this actually does become a thing, we'll talk about it next week on the show for sure, if it's actually some kind of story. But that's interesting, Robert, for pointing that out. Vlad, if you don't have anything to say about this spunk Ric Flair promo, in my opinion, I'm going to move on with whatever's next on this show. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I was just going to say, that, not to this promo, just to, to Robert's thing that Flair said on Rampage. Obviously, I haven't seen it. I don't know if it aired. But this is something that he's he's been saying that for the past, like, 40 years. I think the only difference now is that we live in different times, and he has the history now that right. he's been involved with, you know, whatever, the thing that, from the, that's come out from the Plane Ride from Hell, stuff, right. the documentaries and whatnot. But anyways, yeah, that's all that. All
0: right. Well, let's see what else we had on this Dynamite, on this very fine episode of Dynamite. Another Continental Classic match up next was Mark Briscoe against Roosh, which I think Roosh ended up winning. Just skipping forward another 11 minutes here. But Rouge, uh, yeah, Mark Briscoe can't buy a victory in this tournament. Still zero points. <laughs> but I think maybe they should have had a couple jobbers in there just so some people would take losses. Because should Mark Briscoe really be the guy who's just taking freaking clean losses here in tournament matches? But okay. Next up, Timeless Tony Storm. There you go. She is the AEW World Champion now and she's got. Great legs, as it appears. (laughs) I don't know what else you can get out of this segment. I think she's hungover, right? I was was staring at the belt. I don't know what you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I think the storyline here was that she was at an after party or something and that she was very hungover. Exactly. Uh, Here comes MJF. So here's the segment that used to be the must-watch segment of the episode, usually. Nowadays, I don't know if MJF is as hot as he was. So MJF is out. You remember any of this promo, Vlad? He basically put some Ojo over for his TNA work, called him like a true sure. wrestling badass, and I think this is the end. We'll just hear some of what he had to say at the very tail end of it. You know,
1: I am going to show the world in the Nassau Coliseum it is not about the size of the dog in the fight. It is about the size of the fight in the dog. And if you want to
2: take what's mine, at World's End, you're gonna have to put me down.
0: All right. Well, that was good. You see that part? That was some a little bit of the old MJF fire from when he was a bad guy, and as a babyface fire up. I think that was pretty good. But something happens here, if I'm not mistaken. MJF All right. So the devil character that we've been waiting to see who the heck it could be they've been teasing it for many weeks at this point last week it was a video this week they're actually gonna attack him some people four guys four guys have max and then here's Samojo's joe's music hit and then he just comes out of nowhere i'm like what the fuck was that where the hell was he and they really need to hit his music for that but okay <laughs> and joe comes in and clears the ring the commentators later try to say that whoever this is has some kind of control over the production truck or something like that, right? Okay, here's a message, in the shadows our games begin next week. MJF and Samojo, will you face the unknown in a tag match? Are you a hero, Max? This writing is what comes on the screen and Max is gonna respond to that by Accepting the match because Joe, I think, doesn't really want to do it. For some reason, Joe has given himself the task of protecting Max.
1: I'm so sick of your Scooby Doo bullshit! Let me explain something to you! I am not dealing with your crap when I got that guy breathing down my neck at World's End. No, no, I am going to take out all of your men one by one. I am going to unmask you, you coward. And next week, you want a tag match? Relax, relax.
2: You're on.
0: Relax, Max, relax. You're making a bad, irrational decision here. So this is bad for Joe, because Joe doesn't want to be involved in that. But yet, for some reason, he said, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure you show up to our pay-per-view match healthy, which is kind of stupid, in my opinion. He should just forget that. Any comments here from you guys? I'll start with Robert. All right, so let me
2: rewind back first to MJ's promo. One thing I do want to point out is um, he mentioned as he was putting Samoa Joe over, He did mention that Samoa Joe never got a title shot at WWE, and he specifically said WWE. When he said that, in my head, I was thinking, because I don't know if there's been any official reports as to whether he's actually resigned to AEW or not, but the fact that he took a dig at WWE there, leads me to believe that he has re-signed. It just hasn't been announced. That's just my thinking. I could be wrong, but I think he's not going to be signed by WWE. I agree with you. Because otherwise, he wouldn't have taken a dig at WWE like that. That's just my opinion. I don't know who the people behind the masks are, but one thing that I thought was kind of dumb, you didn't play it in the recording, but I, I think if I remember correctly, at some point the commentators were saying that Tony Khan authorized this match between Samoa Joe and The Unknown. Well, then, if that's true, that wouldn't that mean that uh, Tony Khan knows who the unknown are? Because it would have to be like people that are under his employment, right, Like for him to authorize that match? it doesn't make sense, but I, I thought it was That's an interesting dumb. point,
0: Vlad. That's an interesting but, point.
2: Uh, but am I, am I tripping? Did, didn't the commentators at uh, some point right after that mention that Tony Khan agreed to that match
0: happening? Well, that's not the first time that unknown people in a mask have been booked for a match. There have been times where we don't know who it is, but they're still out there. The Aces and eights did it, right, Vlad? I think in TNA they did that. Let's go to Vlad. What do you think of this whole thing? Back to
1: what you said as far as the fact that they're saying that somehow this group has controlled the lights.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to finally point that out. Uh, I think that's (laughs) a bit of criticism of all the stuff when the lights go out for a while.
1: So the fact that they said this group has... Why would this specific group... Have control of the lights unless they're saying that Tony Khan is the leader. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan is the leader of this group. It doesn't make any sense. They're,
0: they're really. finally like, trying why? to fill in that plot hole that we've been complaining about for many, many years. Whoever has been messing with the lights.
1: <laughs> and it, this is one of those things where they go full crazy and Tony Khan is the devil. I mean, that doesn't make sense. I guess this was the best part of the show because the rest of the show is, like you said, just these matches that weren't really interesting or I don't care about this tournament whatsoever. So I would say this was the best part of the show because we don't really know what's going on with this group, who they are. I mean, we have some theories, but it's to be decided, I guess. And MJF did cut a pretty good promo. And I mean, I know what you're saying, that it's like dumb, why is Joe even protecting him? But I think the point for Joe is he just wants him to make it to the, to the show as the champion so he could fight him and beat him. Not to the fact that he wants so much at his best, but just the fact that he's there. So I mean, I'm okay with that part of it. I mean, I know... You said that it's kind of dumb, there is, yeah, of course. It's not the worst thing they've ever done. I mean, MJF kind of got a promo. Not only did he mention WWE, though, he mentioned, like, all their main stars, right? I think he mentioned CM Punk in the promo. He used his name as well. Like, he used everybody's well, name.
0: All he the- said he beat Punk, he beat Cody, and every, which he did. It's true. Yeah. That's, That's true.
1: true. He did. He did. He did. As far as Robert's point to the fact that this is probably a sign that he's staying in AEW, I guess I, I would say he is most likely as well but i just think if he's smart he wouldn't i don't really see anything happening here that's going to get better i think they had an opportunity to be good i think that opportunity has passed he stayed it's up to him to his career it's his decision uh but he's been lately involved in some of the worst booking of his career and some of the worst angles of his, his aw career i should say I don't, I don't know about his stuff before like in mlw or wherever he was prior to aw this is the worst run that he's had. And the funny thing is it's the worst run he's had as the world champion. But
0: Well, he had a pretty bad run against Jericho, and then he lost to Wardlow. He jobbed out to Wardlow one time. So, you know, even as a bad guy, it wasn't completely smooth sailing. It was better. We always look forward to his segments as a heel. Right now it doesn't really seem that way. I think we do look forward to his segments now, though, just because of this devil storyline, whether you like it or not. It is a mystery. There will be a reveal, and it'll be interesting. Whoever the reveal is—Jack Perry, Adam Cole, MJF himself, Tony Khan, Britt baker I think a world's
1: end. <laughs> Britt Baker. Tony Khan would be <laughs> just a totally crazy thing to do with that. Tony Khan.
2: Hey, don't forget my original prediction. Adam Copeland. <laughs> yeah, that
1: is your original prediction. I think a world end would be the time to reveal it. I think the next big reveal has to be revealed then. I think they can't drag it out any further than that. It has to be revealed at the next pay-per-view.
0: Well, speaking of uh, who, who could be behind the mask itself or behind one of these costumes or whatever you call it, they're just jumpsuits with black masks. So let me show you what happened right after this segment, the very next segment, they go to the commentator's table. So they kill some time here. These assailants, but... and these guys talk for like a minute and the next guy's music who hits is Wardlow's music and look at Wardlow look closely, look at his hair it's a little screwed up, you know, like if he just changed out of a jumpsuit and took off like a mask kind of thing, you know what I mean? wait, <laughs> Pure <laughs> maybe, well, maybe they did Detect- that intentionally. Detect- to, to to detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that he has a perfect. yeah. So he has a match with A. R. Fox. Okay, I'm gonna skip the match. It's a few minutes long, but he wins it with the power bomb in the end. Like such a devastating power bomb that the referee just stops the match. Like yeah, right he, look, this guy's dead. This guy's dead. <laughs> guy's dead. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> At least give it a couple more seconds. Like shake and slap his face a little bit. He's like, no, this guy's gone. This guy's gone for sure.
1: Never gonna be the same again. The
0: so there's my theory. I do think Wardlow is one of the guys. I don't think he's the main guy, but I think he's got to be one of the guys. He's got to be one of the masked assailants, as they call them. Do You think he fits the build of um, any of those four that we saw? Yeah, I, think, sure. so. I think
2: so. I think so.
1: See a big guy like that? I
2: don't. I, yeah, I think I think would have been noticeable if he, uh, one
0: of them was that big. You guys want just... to? You want to go back and look at it? Let me see. Sure. This okay, guy- does that look like Wardlow's- the, the guy on the left is pretty buff. I don't know. If he's this oh. guy over here. Okay,
2: I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not- I'm not seeing Wardlow in any of them personally. You're
1: not wrong. You definitely could be right. You could be onto something with the hair thing. That was a good catch. So maybe, but I still like the idea of it being Adam, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah. Adam Cole
0: It probably will be Adam Cole still. That's my main guess. That's my guess. All right, moving on. Oh, this is a six-man tag. It's the Hardys and Brother Zay. And if you look at Brother Zay, he learned the Hardy dance exactly. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Who
1: the hell is looking at Brother Zay? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. No, nobody's even watching this. This, well, this was like the K-Han ultimate
0: K-Han <laughs> I mean, I, I like how he's kind of like a mark for the Hardys, and he just, like, comes out, and he's just going to fit in with them, slip right in as the third guy. <laughs> He's the third wheel. (laughs) Yeah, brother...
2: and brother
1: Zay.
0: Brother Nero, brother Zay, and broken Matt Hardy. Anyways, yes, this is the Dante Martin return match that we talked about on Collision that was such a big deal. So I'm going to skip that match. The top flight won, and then Penta came in and challenged them. Penta, who was responsible for Dante Martin's injury in the first place. God, we're really getting into some nerdy wrestling here. <laughs> but <laughs> this is a six man trios tag set up for the next show. But God, I'm so not excited for that. Not excited but for that. God will
1: put butts into seats.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> don't, don't want to see that? <laughs> Top Flight versus Penta and El Hijo de Vakingo and Commander. Whatever
1: show oh, that I, is, is. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's a forward. That's a good, hopefully, 15, 20 minutes of forwarding.
0: Come on, bro. Come on. Are you crazy? Commander. And the de Vikingo. Oh, yeah. The, is the, the,
1: is the number, isn't he the third
0: best wrestler of the year? Basically, he, he was, was in the top five. Oh, he was ranked there.
1: number, he was ahead of MJF, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's better <laughs> wrestling <laughs> MJF, so have some fucking respect, dude. This guy, this guy was ahead of MJF. This guy can we flip live like a motherfucker, time bro. Time he could be <laughs> wrestling.
1: They're all... If anybody
0: oh, thinks gosh. the is ahead of MJF, Ooh, oh, we're in a hilarious.
1: bad place. We're in a
0: bad place. Next, we had Julia Hart against Emi Sakura, which I thought was kind of a bad match for Julia Hart, who just became TBS champion. She had to sell a lot for this girl, not one of the top girls, but they made it very difficult for her. But in the end, she did get her moonsault, which didn't really even land that good, but Okay, so Julia Hart wins. I think this run with Julia Hart is kind of falling flat to me, personally. I think they pushed her too hard because she got a great look and she's over, but I don't know about this. I don't feel like it's looking right. It's not looking quite right. She's not the badass that she portrays. Well, I mean, I <laughs> unfortunately. think. Unfortunately.
1: Just to comment on that, I think you're onto something. I've said that she probably shouldn't have been used as a wrestler, she should have just been used like a manager role. She just had the great look, and she should have just helped. But the problem is also who she's supposed to help, like the group that she's with. She's more over than the rest of that group. So, like, who cares that she's helping them win matches when they actually care about her? So I could see why they, they had to, like, start putting her in matches in that sense. Maybe they could put her with somebody actually good instead of the group that she's with that nobody cares about. I mean, no offense to those guys. Some of them are Alistair Black is a good worker. Buddy Matthews needs to change his name, but he's a good worker. Brody King is okay for a big guy, but come on, nobody cares about those guys. I'm sorry. I mean, that's why she's over because they care about her, and that's why they start putting her in the ring. But yeah, she's not very good yet. She needs a lot of work as far as her in ring ability. But as far as her look is great, and her personality is great, and she could have been used better as manager. They just don't have anyone they could put with her, I guess. Right. That's the sad part about AW. There's no one that could work with her.
0: Well, she should have just been Malachi Black's manager, and they could have put him in the main well, event. When Celeste scene.
1: Had ma- he even had a match,
0: like a singles Well, match. I don't know he to... why. He, he was good when he started out against Cody, and they put him in the singles picture, and then they kind of just forgot about him and put him yeah, that into that like, tag team what, and trios. Yeah,
1: almost two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah but
0: I'm that... saying after that, he, all he's done is tag team and trios wrestling. Who cares yeah. about that? You know what I mean? It just hasn't I been. think
1: for sure he's one of the guys that's just waiting for his contract to expire because he's headed back. To, mm-hmm. He's definitely headed back to WWE. He's one of them for sure.
0: The last thing we have today to talk about, I'll just describe to you what happened. Edge is lined up for a TNT title match against Christian next week in Montreal at Dynamite. But Christian, I guess he's lost all his lackeys because Nick Wayne got speared last week and Concertoed. Killswitch got speared and Concertoed on Collision. So Christian, I guess the only idea he came up with was to apologize and try to become a team again with Edge. That was like a ruse to try to hit him with a TNT title. But he got low bloat, and Edge was like, I think I'm stupid. You know, he totally got caught with that. And then he not only told him no, but he told him, go fuck yourself. And the whole crowd blew up at that. And there was one recording on American television where they censored go fuck yourself. And then in Europe, I think they didn't. So I'm that's surprised. Yeah, I guess you so. could just cuss away it in Europe, huh? that's going to be next week. I was really into this feud up until this segment. I don't know if you caught our review last week, Robert, of our review of last week's segment with Edge and Christian, which was really cool, I thought. I think you should go back and listen to that if you get the chance. But this segment, to me, didn't really land. It was a long, 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 long speech by Christian, a lot of fake acting, fake crying, trying to convince Edge to, I guess, stop the feud. He's trying to stop the feud for the moment, but it didn't really work, and it didn't really land to me. This side. this was the worst segment out of this feud, I think. What do you think, Vlad?
1: I think this was... Actually, I didn't hate this. I didn't hate this. I think, even though there was some elements that were good of last week's segment, I think... What brings it down is Nick Queen's mom is so bad. Like, she's a horrific actress. She brings out every segment that she's in. But this was okay. I mean, it was like, obviously, that Christian was trying to weasel his way out of something. I I thought it was fine. We knew where it was going, that obviously it wasn't going to happen, but they were still going to have their match. You know, and then you could start arguing, like, why should their first match be on Dynamite? Shouldn't they save this for, like, a pay-per-view? But I don't know. It Uh, still might be. um, As far as... Might not it happen. It still might we'll be. Yeah, that's true. It still might be. But overall, I thought it was good. Yeah, it, it probably dragged a little along. I agree. It did go along. That was something I thought about. I'm like, geez. And the, the crux of what he was saying was pretty good. I enjoy Christian a lot. I know some people are saying that he's going overboard with his shtick, But I like it. I'm a big fan of Christian. So overall, I, I thought this was fine.
0: I liked it. All right. Let's go to Robert. Robert, you got an opinion about this segment from this past Wednesday? Or the feud overall? Yeah. I don't think it's their best
2: segment in, in this feud, but I, I didn't hate it either. I, I thought it was just fine. I didn't believe anything that came out of Christian's mouth. I knew it was all a lie and it was just a matter of time before that was revealed. But yeah, I didn't hate this. I, I thought those were just fine. Uh, as far as what Vlad said about, about their match not being in a pay-per-view, I think they're having this match because it's in Canada, right? That's the... It is in Canada, correct. So, so it's in pretty much in their hometown. So that's why they're putting them together for that specific show which is fine because the the crowd there will eat it up they would eat it up anywhere really but especially there i think that's why they booked it there but still it's it's still a possibility that they'll have a rematch in the actual pay-per-view so
0: yeah, yeah it could just be the first match out of a few right. or something like that so that's always a possibility all right then i'm looking forward to next week didn't love this segment but it is going to be a match between them next week so at least that's something to look forward to makes me want to tune in the dynamite to tell you the truth but let's finish off this episode and so we can all get to bed. It's getting late. The last match of the night was Continental Classic, Jay White versus Swerve Strickland, which I think is a pretty strong booking, like based on what these guys have been recently on this show, pretty high up there. Strickland, who's gotten over on Hagman Page in a recent feud, and Jay White, who was recently World Heavyweight Champion one time, one-time AEW World Heavyweight Champion. You he lost that match to MJF, but at least it was a good rub. Wait, who was
1: AEW <laughs> Heavyweight Champion?
0: Uh, J. Jay Jay White. White? J. Jay White. Yes. <laughs> you
1: count that that he stole the belt as one of his reigns.
0: He was in possession of the World Heavyweight <laughs> Title. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, I see, I see. Yes, he was in possession. And then he was made to look like a
0: fool. He was still a champion. You can't take that away from us. But anyways, so here's a match with Swerve Strickland. Gold League. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Plus, League you is... And, you and your Jay White cult army. <laughs> the Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, guns up, oh. baby. Guns up. This is a tough one to put someone over because it's just two strong characters. This is a tough part about having a tournament like this where someone has to go over clean and... No interference so Jay White doesn't have his boys around. But this was the part where it looked like Swerve was going to win. Swerve hit him with the... Double stomp off the top rope, and again, they just don't finish matches with finishing moves in AEW. It's so annoying. Like it's ready to go. He's gonna win. Like that's the match. That should have been the ending. I have one point to make
1: about this. Sorry, go go, go ahead, but So so
0: they're gonna re- wrestle for like a couple minutes longer, and instead of having it finish off a finishing move, it'll just be like a roll up or a tight roll up. I guess they they like finishing matches up like this, instead. And it was a shocker, it's a clean victory, there was no interference, and Jay White is gonna sit and stare at him for a minute, just stunned. Like, yeah, you know, it's 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 tough to lose like that, man. It's a it's a tough booking to take. I mean, I'm hoping they'll make something out of it. You know, maybe he'll just be mad about it and try to ruin the tournament for swerve or interfere in his matches, I don't know. But so Jay White Looks gutted. He looks like his gut has been ripped out of him, and he doesn't pick <laughs> up the three points. So Swerve Strickland is up there, tied for the league lead in this group, the gold group, I guess they call it. And Swerve Strickland leaves with victory. Is just something you wanted to say, Vlad, about the false finishes? No, I can say maybe. not so
1: much about this match or the tournament I mean, so far. It's AEW. I DVR this on I use YouTube TV, and their shows never – The DVR always stops before the match is end. I have no issue with any other wrestling show or any other show, period. AEW, specifically Dynamite, has this issue all the time, and it's so annoying. And someone's like, well, why don't you just record the next thing because you know that's going to happen. Yeah, record the next show too. Why
0: do I have to, dude? Because you know you watch wrestling. This is what happens with them.
1: No, they need to freaking figure out how to end their shows up where I don't have to do that, man. That's just dumb. Figure it out like every other show. If you need to go over, then tell the network you're going to go over and then they'll record. That's my only complaint. It just come on. It happens all the time. It's, it's not good. It's not good,
2: guys.
0: All right. Well, Rob, did you have anything to say about Jay White and Swerve booking? Yeah. Well,
2: first a comment on where is booking. Now, a while back, well, I think it was a couple of years ago when Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa had that hardcore match. You remember yep. that one? Yeah. I think Britt Baker lost it. But anyways, after that match, to me, that was like kind of a turning point for her career. Because after that match, she was pushed really hard. So after Swerve's a hardcore death match with Hangman Page, I kind of thought after the match swerve is now going to get that brit baker push oh that, yeah that, that was my that was my thinking and then five so far, star match yeah so so far everything that's happened since that uh, hardcore match hasn't you know led me to you know think otherwise <laughs> I didn't call it a five-star match, but okay. Um, <laughs> Not you. I did. Okay. So, yeah. so so far, everything that's happened as far as like the booking for Swerve hasn't led me to think otherwise. I still think he's going to get like a similar push as to what Britt Baker got after that hardcore match. Awesome. So I wasn't, I wasn't surprised that he went over Jay. I didn't like the finish. But I wasn't surprised that he won. I still think John Moxley is the favorite to win the tournament, still over Swerve. But I do see them fighting at some point in the tournament and Swerve will still look strong, even if he does lose to, lose to John Moxley. All
0: know, right. That's all I have to say about Interesting that. Interesting prediction. I have not even thought to make a prediction for this Continental Classic tournament. But interesting that that came to your mind Robert to actually care
1: <laughs> you know, well, 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 I, I'll say real quick real quick that I agree that if they're going to make swerve they should actually have them win this thing whatever the sure is, yeah care about I guess
0: of, of all the guys in it if they're really pushing like that
1: they might as well have them beat all their main guys you should beat Moxley. He already beat Jay J- uh, I forgot who else is in this thing. Well, I think the other group has Danielson. He should beat everybody. You should just run away with this tournament, I feel. If they really want to push him, that's the direction that they're going. I like Swerve, but I d- didn't particularly like that crazy match that they had because it was just insane. But let's well, not. Like we've already reviewed that, and I don't want to dwell too yeah, much go, on
0: that. Go look at our review. We, we'll we didn't hear what Robert's thoughts about it. Did you like that time match, time. Robert? Oh, well, I
2: in general I don't like death matches. It's okay, I, but I—that's I, just not my the type of match I like to see. And yet, yeah, you man. think Tony
0: Khan is gonna push Swerve to the moon because of that match? Yeah. <laughs> that's Brit, his Brit type Baker. of match.
2: Yeah, yeah that's. Brit Baker afterwards, so he's
0: hardcore, man. He deserves a push.
2: Uh, so that's why I feel like uh, Swerve is gonna get a Brit Baker push, but we'll see. I could be okay. wrong.
1: Yeah, you might be. You might be right. I, I could see that.
0: All right. Well, look. This was the first AEW show post WWE stealing Punk away. AEW Dynamite first full show. Do you guys have any uh, idea of a grade you might give this show? You guys both saw the show, Vlad. You give it a grade. This was
1: pretty bad. I know.
0: Are you on the all, D most range? the matches
1: that nobody cared about. I'm gonna go quick. Uh, I'll say it was like a, it was probably a D. It was a D. D. It was not a good show.
0: Not a good yeah, show at all. Man, I think I'm with you. I'm going to say D also. Robert, you're yeah, on the spot.
2: Uh, pretty much the same. Overall, I didn't enjoy this episode, so I'll, I'll say D also.
0: Man, if AW don't turn MJF back to heel soon, I think they're in trouble, man. I think that's what should be the conclusion of the devil storyline. I think it should be MJF He's still, himself.
1: That MJF should be the devil? Yeah, he I think it devil? should be
0: like Vince McMahon, like the obvious thing, but you know, everybody should have known all along. But it's me, Austin. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what would be best for business, dude. Like, they need MJF as a heel. I think that's the biggest problem with the show. I think they could still compete with WWE if they just give the show to MJF as a heel. They got to do it. They got to pull the trigger. He's got to be the devil. If he's not the devil, then they're fucked. If he's not the devil, this show is going down the tubes. That's my conclusion. All right, then. Thank you guys for joining us for wrestling. It's wrestling talk from the past week. Thank you for listening. Whoever listened, subscribe if you want to be notified about more clips that we put out. But I want to thank Robert so much for coming on, man. I know you've been going through some shit, but good thing that you're okay.
2: Thanks. All I second right,
0: that. Vlad, Vlad the wrestling expert, thank you also. I'm glad that you're okay also. And that'll be it yes. for this week. We'll see you guys next week.